Welcome to episode 88. I am so pumped to share this episode with you. I am going to be diving deep on this one little teeny tiny topic that I hear come up for moms that are struggling from time to time. Um, And it was a notion that led me to believe all my life that I was never going to be a mom. And how ironic. I have a podcast (laughs) that talks all about how to be a mom and a wife and run a business and take care of your home. And I really do, I guess, not think it's all that ironic anymore because I will say that truly most of my adolescence and my early 20s were really me struggling with this idea that I was going to have to pick one or the other. I was going to have to be a mom and that's it. And you hear this this phrase over and over, oh, I'm just a mom. Well, I don't believe that you're just a mom because if the only assignment that you have given yourself is motherhood, that's a fantastic assignment, right? But I am going to dive into in this podcast episode why that's not your only assignment and it never will be um, and where those thought patterns come from and why I do not believe for even two seconds that you have to wait until your kids are older to start that thing that you really want to start. So what do you say? Let's dive into this super fun and juicy topic in today's so fun podcast episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I'm just going to say that I have a lot to talk about on this, on this topic. (laughs) Um, but I'm going to try and keep this pretty straightforward and tangible instead of just rambling on about my feelings. But I may do that because there's a huge part of me that believes that a lot of you come to this podcast episode because you've told me in a review, which if you haven't done that yet, please go leave me a review. It helps this show be found by other mamas just like you. And if you're loving it, if you listen to more than three of these podcast episodes and you know that you're on a binge spree, pump the brakes, go leave a review and come back. Um, Because most of your reviews do talk about how super down to earth and like just straight forward, like I'm a straight shooter. There's all these different comments and topics about that. And I don't like show up here with that intention, but I definitely just show up as me, right? I'm literally in my pajamas in my closet right now. Like I definitely am not hiding anything. <laughs> and one of the things that I'm not and and have been very open about is this idea that um, I, most of my life, definitely when I was in junior high, high school and college was very adamant that I would never have children ever. And 
you know, our hearts change, but I think obviously I have two kids. Um, and I love them to pieces <laughs> and I love my, my calling and my assignment and motherhood. But, um, I really thought for many years that I was going to have to choose motherhood and nothing else that I was going to have to squeeze my life out to be able to make time for motherhood. And I, I think most of us probably still feel that way. And I just wasn't going to settle for that. I knew that I was called to, to have a really grandiose life. I felt like that most of my life and grandiose for me looked like just doing my very best work and everything that I showed up to everything that I felt like I was supposed to do. I was going to show up with my, with my very best. And I didn't know what that looked like as a wife and a mom and somebody that was really, really determined to have a very successful career from a very young age. I knew that I wanted to make money. I knew that I wanted to have skills and have, have, um, like passion for something that only I could do, you know, that was something that I was gifted with, like my skills, my talents. I wanted that to, to fully flourish. And in my innocence, I thought that that would be robbed of me when I became a mom. And I know there are a lot of you listening to this right now that actually do feel that way in your motherhood. And that is precisely why I'm recording this episode because I've heard moms in the academy talk about it. I I see moms in my own personal life talk about it. And it's not anything that I'm a stranger to. Look, like there are so many ways that this creeps into our lives. And I really do think that it is the enemy trying to bring us down and really weaken our ability to even be the moms that we're supposed to be, right? From thinking that we can't work out because our kids are too little and, well, we'll just wait until they're older. And so we let our bodies just go to, like, well, we all know things go south when you have children, but they could look a lot better than they do if we would like take care of our bodies, take care of the food that we put in our mouth. And that's another one of these ways that this creeps in, right? Like, I'm not just talking like, oh, you got to go out there and you got to make a bunch of money and you got to, you know, make sure that this idea that you have turns into this massive success story. I'm not just talking about that, friends. I'm talking about start prioritizing you. Like, instead of eating your children's scrap food, make yourself a plate of food and eat it before you go back and feed your kids again. Mm-hmm. They can wait. They sure can. And then guess what happens to your kids when they grow up? Your boys will learn that their wives need to eat at the table and they might get up and help your kids have seconds and thirds of that heap of french fries that they want. And your daughters will grow up to know that they can tell their kids mom needs to eat. So if you'd like, you can hop up and you can go get the French fries or you can wait patiently, right? Like these are the simple ways that we begin to prioritize ourselves. And 
there was, uh, her name's Lisa. She's in side of the free Facebook group. She is a mom of like 100. <laughs> I think she has like five or six kids. <laughs> and that was one thing that she mentioned as she was telling another mom, um, inside of a thread that that's one thing that she really does to prioritize herself. And I see you guys ask this question inside the Facebook group, because some of you really never saw women do this. And none of us really did. You know, like, my mom did the classic like 1950s housewife stuff, like for real. Um, And her mom did it. And I try to do it because I really love it. I really love the idea of being in a servant role. And the reason that I love that is because my husband and I are yoked in that, right? Like, that is something that we strive to give each other. And I'm not just doing it because I feel like it's a supposed to that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And that is, it's like one sided, right? We don't, we don't think that way in our house. So whenever I am serving and in endless capacities or trying to every single day, my cup is being filled because that favor is being returned by my husband. And I'm teaching my kids to return that favor to me because that is how I want them to grow up and view relationships. I want my children to grow up and know how to serve and how to give in order to say thank you to people that are serving them. And that is how we build mutual relationships. For some reason, and I don't know why this has happened, let me just okay, I'll finish this thought. Children these days have turned into blood-sucking, ungrateful, unappreciative, rude humans, and I don't like it. There's a tendency to make our kids happy, that we've got to feed our kids with these silver spoons constantly. I think a lot of it has to do with technology. Um, And I think a lot of it has to do with this idea of keeping up with the Joneses and making sure that our kids always have something good and positive to say about us, to brag, um, you know, because there's this competitive nature with kids in schools and it's not even just on schools. Kids are on social media way too young and they see what other kids are doing. And so we try and give our kids everything that they want to make them happy. And we've lost touch with this idea of our our kids need to learn. Our kids are learning the 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 skills to make them happy for adulthood, for later in life, right? And so that is exactly where this topic comes from. We have to start prioritizing ourselves in motherhood so that our children and our husbands and the people around us can see what it looks like to be a healthy and whole woman that has been called to serve in motherhood and as a wife and in her home. And she has other skills and passions too. And so what that ends up looking like when we've come from generations of women that were taught that everything goes on the back burner the second your husband walks through the door is we have to start reframing our mindset. Now, 
when Blaine gets home from work, do I try and make sure that the kitchen's picked up? Do I try and make sure that we greet him at the door with a smile? Do I try and make sure that I'm dressed for the day, that my hair is put together, that my makeup is on? Do I try to do those things? Yes, because that's what I would have done if we were dating. Not because I don't want to disappoint him, but because I really truly do try my very best to honor the spirit of the woman that I was when we were dating. And I want to give my very best self as often as I can to everyone. But I start with me. I start with what does giving my very best self to me look like. And that looks like Bible study in the morning. That looks like making sure that I'm feeding myself healthy food. It also means that I am not getting lost and over exerting myself to the point where self-talk like, well, my kids are just little right now. And so um, when they're in kindergarten, then I'll have more time because I don't have any help. I don't live near friends. I don't live near family. I have no help. So I'll just, you know, there will be time. There will always be time. And so that, that, that burning desire to start that thing, to make new friends, to do whatever it is that's calling on your heart, right? That you hear over and over and over again, that you see over and over and over again, it'll be there. And if it's still there when my kids start kindergarten, then it'll be good. Um, Or when my kids aren't so involved in extracurriculars, then maybe I'll have more time. And we start to have these conversations with ourselves. And I truly believe that um, the world needs more of who you really are. And um, there is a very sneaky, heavy energy that wants you to believe that there's not enough time, that there's not enough energy in you, and that you would be a bad mom if you didn't give to your kids endlessly. And the funny thing is, is that I see a lot of women serving in their churches because they're dying for a way to use their skills and their passions. And they believe that that is the only place where they are allowed to give of themselves. And I do believe that you should, if that's where you're called to serve. Right. Um, And then I I see a lot of moms guilt themselves whenever they want to start a business or whenever they want to start even just a hobby. Like, hey, I want to paint. I don't care to make any money off of it, but I'd like to paint or I want to start long distance running. And that means that I'm going to have to get up early. And so can you can you take morning routine with the kids? And then whenever I come home, I will shower and get ready. And I'd love for you to have breakfast done and end the whole morning routine. Right. And these are hard conversations for moms to have, because that means that you're going to have to ask other people for help. You're going to have to ask other people to support your dreams and your goals. You're going to have to explain to your kids why they have mismatched socks on when they go to school because dad couldn't figure it out (laughs) or because they couldn't figure it out, you know, and it also means that you're going to have to get your booty organized, mom. Like you're really going to have to be organized. And I think that that scares a lot of you too, because it's really, really hard. It feels like now in order to do this other thing that I want to do, now I have to put this other thing on my plate of getting 
my act together. And I will say that that's another way that the enemy really tries to creep in your ear because you don't want to do the hard work to get organized. You don't want to do the hard work to lose the weight or to change your eating habits or to have the hard conversation with your kids that are older that expect so much of you because you know it's going to be a battle to get them to do their own laundry, to get them to show up and help you cook one night a week. Like You would rather just not have the conversation But what does that look like for you at the end of 18, 25 years of raising children? What does that look like for you? Does that end in divorce? Because it did for my parents. It did for Blaine's parents. It did for, and it does for 50% of parents, you know? That's something that Blaine and I are extremely passionate about because we both watched it happen in our families. Our parents loved us deeply loved us deeply but they didn't love each other deeply maybe they wanted to but they didn't know how they tried right and no fault of their own it's just how it ended up but Blaine and I learned some some decent lessons from that and we learned from the environment that we grow up in and I want you to do that too I want you to be able to give your very best to you so that you can pour deeply into your husband and into your home and into your kids and into the other things that you were called to do. You truly do not, you do not have to wait until your kids are older. Now, do you have to be wise? Of course you do. Of course I don't want you. <laughs> I, I, I vividly remember. Now look, when Frankie was little, um, I had to work. I didn't have a choice. And so I was outside of the house a lot. And I remember that killing me, you know, but for us as work from home moms that are listening to this podcast, um, even those of you that are work from home moms, because you've been relocated from your office to your home office due to COVID, you know, we, there's a, there's this, really good feeling as moms to be able to be with our kids as much as we can. And (laughs) there's some moms that really love and thrive dropping their kids off and going to a job and then coming home. And that is where they thrive. And I, I love that about those moms too. Um, we all have our place where we've been called and being a work from home mom is not for everyone and that's okay. I love getting out of the house. We all love getting away from our kids from time to time, right? Um, But there's something for us that have been called to be work from home moms. We love this notion of being able to be with our kids and some of us even homeschooling our kids. Some of us, due to COVID, realized how much we love this and never would have given ourselves the opportunity to. And through that process, we've all come to realize that there is a sweet spot where we can live with how much we can give to our kids and how much we can give to ourselves. And I think that's what I want you to really walk away from with this podcast episode is learn where is your sweet spot. And I think that changes as your kids grow. You know, I wanted to be with Frankie when she was an infant 24-7 and that had to do with some of the other issues that I was experiencing in my life at the time and you know now with Bailey I wanted to be with her quite a bit too Um, but I also did 
really, really, really want to find the right person to help me care for her along with Blaine because there are times when both of us would be working and I really wanted to find the person. For us, it wasn't daycare. Uh, Right now it is. It's preschool, right? She goes to a Montessori school three um, little half days a week and that works for us. And so that has, that's been a new season for us, right? And it'll be different when she goes to kindergarten and, you know, we're in a new season with Frankie Joe where I want to be with her as much as I can and she's homeschooling and I absolutely love it. Like I absolutely love having her home with me and I love pouring into her that way and figuring out how to prioritize me when I do feel that calling is really the tricky part for a lot of us. And so that's where our fundamental needs system comes in and our time blocking comes in. And those are two incredibly free resources that I have for you. You can go to my website, chelseajoe.co and click on free up at the top. And you're going to find three insanely, insanely helpful resources for you. And one of them is to learn how to prioritize yourself. And that is through your fundamental needs. It is literally why I created this podcast over a year ago was to teach you this very thing, to teach you how to do what I started doing several years ago, almost five years ago now, um, and prioritizing yourself while you're doing all the other things. And that's when Blaine and I came up with the great eight and we call it our fundamental needs system. And it's something that you can recreate in your own life to be able to make sure that the most important things that fill up your cup that allow you to do what you need to do to feel as though you are really meeting the mark in every single area of your life are actually happening when you go to bed every day. And when you reflect every single week, it's super straightforward, right? And these are not like random self-care things. These are things like making sure that I get to the grocery store so that I can feed myself that food. These are making sure that I'm caring for myself before I'm caring for other people. And one of those things is making sure that I have time, personal time. And that's where I do this podcast. I've chosen to use all of my personal time to grow business instead of hanging out with girlfriends I have very little time to hang out with my girlfriends in this season of life. I connect with them in other ways and I get together with them about once a month. And um, that's what I decided was best for me. That's what I decided that I needed. And that was a really hard decision. You will have hard decisions that you have to make whenever you start prioritizing yourself too. The one thing that I don't want you to do is continue to use the excuse that your children should be the only thing that you will focus on in order to be a good mom, in order to be successful, in order to meet the mark. That does not raise the type of humans that you're hoping to raise, and it doesn't leave you whole, and it doesn't leave you healthy at the end of the day, at the end of the year, at the end of them being children and being adults and going off to college or getting married. And it surely doesn't leave your marriage healthy and whole either. So if this is something that you struggle with, go download those resources. If you've downloaded the resources, pop them inside of the Facebook group. Show me what your fundamental needs are. I want to see them 
make sure that you are doing the planner audits every single Monday so that we can focus on how you are prioritizing yourself amongst all the other things that you have to prioritize throughout the day. And then come talk to me about it. I'm always open inside the DMs. I'm there to chat with you. Um, and let me know what you're struggling with and let me know how this has been successful for you. As always, 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 I really enjoy sitting here from behind my mic and connecting with you in this insanely virtual earbud kind of way. And I really, really do hope to see you over inside of the Facebook group until I come back here this Friday. Because if you haven't noticed, we are doing podcast episodes every Tuesday and every Friday now. So you can definitely look forward to hearing from me again this week right here on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.